0: Cater for curious people. The show for thoughts about things you wish you'd hurt. And now your hosts, John and John. It's uh, it's nice. I'm benefiting from you just you know showing me all your boxes on video. Hmm.
1: They, what else do I nothing, have?
0: The <laughs> nothing's do look better in packaging. This doesn't look
1: super great, but this is a uh, grass-fed whey protein powder. Oh, also I was say within our <laughs> mm, chlorine swipes. <laughs> chlorine Wait, I got all sorts of stuff on my desk. Um, I've got some liquid IV. Uh, Oh, wow. Energy Multiplayer, Cellular Transport Technology, Non-GMO Drink Mix, Lemon Ginger. Oh, anything else fun? I've got Pre-Workout, which is probably not great, but hmm. YOLO. That's got really good packaging. It's fun.
0: Nice. (laughs) So, um... (laughs) we yeah we yeah we uh not even on the menu but what the heck we were where this is like the whole point we're going there uh so i uh, did we i don't did we i maybe i see and this is maybe i'm getting old and i like get nervous about telling the same stories did not <laughs> talk about the uh the the weight loss pill from the 20s that actually works but with a small percentage chance will like literally burn you from the inside like you'll get a fever so hot your body can't regulate your temperature and you die from overheating
1: interesting no yeah. we haven't talked about that
0: yeah so so it so it so it, it's it's real it i mean it's like totally it's like when they created the fda it was i think the very first thing they banned um but yeah it's a, it's a pill and and what it does is um so your uh, your mitochondria right they uptake um oh man ADP right adenosine yep. diphosphate and then mm-hmm. does some mm-hmm. mitochondria magic and spits out ATP but there's um so there's a uh, there you have to like work against the um like you this doesn't just work from diffusion right there has to be active transport ac- across the you know, the membrane of the mitochondria, yeah. right? So it consumes energy to, right? Because obviously the, the ATP has more energy. It's a it's a in a higher energy state, which has to come from, you know, a chemical process. So, uh, what this pill does is it um, it hurts the ion transport mechanism, I think, for the membrane right. of the mitochondria. So they, yeah. so they have to work a lot harder.
1: So they're burning more.
0: A lot more heat so it's just so in a when they're working efficiently they pull in you know i get right it's like you turn you know so when we do dietary calories it gets can you know that's like fuel for a mitochondrial process to regenerate our adp and that this works reasonably reasonably efficiently and this pill just breaks them so they're inefficient so they still make all the atp that they're i mean so they it's kind of like they can imagine in a way they get an order to hey we need this much atp and the mitochondria is like sure i'll go make it and then but but they're suddenly inefficient at it so they just keep churning away at it to get to the right atp and And generate a whole bunch of waste heat
1: and 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 burn
0: a bunch of calories So, yeah, it's like literally just make your body terrible at at making ATP and consequently dip into fat stores as like hardcore. I mean, you know, there's like dramatic drops in fat over short periods without any changes in diet because it's just like, I mean, you're just, you know, churn and churn and churn and to do normal like thinking is metabolic right? you requires energy to think. And suddenly, yeah, yeah, yeah. everything you're doing is like times eight more energy intensive. That's... So that sounds scary, but effective. So this is where it goes horribly wrong. Uh, so oh. your eyes, right? Your 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 uh-huh. eyes are mm-hmm. clear and and effective because there's a careful homeostasis that's mm-hmm. preserved. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh,
0: yeah, you can if you overdo it it can't keep up and then your eyes caught over and you go blind Ugh. and um yeah let's see what other horrible thing i mean you can get just get a fever of 110 that is a
1: denature all the proteins in your body and you uh uh-huh. uh-huh. yep,
0: are just dead and yeah so i mean I, they are still trying to calculate fatality rates on it but
1: because well, it's p- always yeah it's so wild <laughs> because like the first thing that, like when you were mentioning that first off like from high school science like mitochondria the powerhouse of the cell I was like hey, I remember that but also it kind of freaks me out initially like even if you were like to tamper with like our mitochondria and like the correlation between aging and mitochondria like mitochondrial health versus like human or ear wealth have you looked into that at all no no I'm not an expert on it um but like the you're a what they're deriving is like taking a look at your like mitochondrial function and the vitality of your mitochondria in terms of like your overall well-being and health there's like a direct correlation as we see like mitochondria and the quality and their <coughs> excuse me their like ability uh to function as we begin to see a decline in the m- mitochondrial production and processes um but they're kind of like these signaling pathways relating to like the decline in our like overall bodily functions in terms of like how we process and regulate. So like, I, this will be up to one that we'll dive back into next week because it is something I'm curious to learn more about. But in terms of like, there's like definite correlation between like genetic programming and aging and like, um, like we have like a reproduction period in our lives and as like the end, the tail end of that reproduction period, we start to see a decline in like our mitochondrial production rates and health and that like years don't necessarily matter as much as like the ability of our mitochondria to function. And like some sorts of like, I don't know if you've heard about people like lay on like energy mats and there's a those lines and red light therapy and all these different types of things supposedly help out for mitochondria. So that's going to be one we're going to have to come back into.
0: Yeah, right. It kind of feels like maybe, as you know, and maybe in metaphor terms, you've got your, you know, it's like a boat and there's a person in there that can bail and you feed them hamburgers and they bail water and everything's fine. And if you shoot a bunch of holes in the boat, you, they're going to have to eat more hamburgers to keep up. But you can also sink the boat. And totally unsurprisingly relatedly, right? Leaky boats are like. Neg- I mean, we couldn't imagine that this would be negative long term health outcomes and related oh. to bad aging things. And
1: <laughs> first, they said they keep butts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a family show. <laughs> yeah, true, true, true.
1: <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. Well, you were talking about food earlier, talking about weight loss, and then we were talking about snacks. And they got me thinking Did you ever, uh, were you ever a fan or were you still a fan of baloney?
0: Uh, my so, especially if it comes in a giant log and you scoop it out and put pea green jello and stuff inside.
1: Oh. So
0: no, I don't like baloney, but it is a funny. <laughs> it's funny to imagine it as an entree. That's
1: so gross. I for a second I thought you were serious, that that was my that was my pauses. I was imagining okay. that. I was like,
0: <laughs> I went to a nineteen fifties food party and yeah uh pea bologna Oof. loaf was one of the possible entrees so it was um chicken jello surprise and cornball surprise This
1: surprise Yuck. was
0: an olive anyway
1: anyways do you remember yeah. I, I don't know i don't know if you're the same kind of kid i was but do you ever get a slice of bologna All right you know what i'm talking about some ask and, then you and take, it's got
0: the red ring around the outside. Yeah, and you
1: take little bites out of it, and then you could like make an eye hole with, like a mouth hole, and then you could like hold it up in front of your face. And then you had a baloney face.
0: Sure, yeah, bologna face. Well,
1: it was a thing. Yeah. I don't know. I did it. Friends did it. But it's an this, obvious thing to do. Right, right. What may not have been an obvious thing for to happen or to do was for Oscar Mayer to venture into. Um, a legitimate uh, health inspired Just- baloney sheet mask that are now selling for $5 on Amazon.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> I was really worried that the baloney face is going to have an Instagram page. It's like a beauty influencer. Oh, I'm sure that but... it's out there,
1: but yeah, you can get a uh, baloney inspired face a mask facial. now. Mm-hmm. Made wow. by Oscar Mayer. So that's pretty fun. <laughs> it's got a hydrating and restoring hydrogel that promotes skin elasticity, improves hydration and moisture retention. And an it offers anti-inflammatory benefits and provides protection for the skin. All while looking like you have a chunk of baloney slapped to your face. <laughs> oh, do you remember the marketer was that did that? Like, I hate it, but I also love it. <laughs>
0: I feel like there's a Malcolm Gladwell story in here, like, you know, we were like he talks about how they were doing test markets for pickles, and you know they just said, well, do you want it like barely flavorful or mildly flavorful? And everybody, you know, like, there was like a chug, like a segment of the pickle population that just wanted maximal you know, like, pegging the needle on it. It's like, well, this is a fo- focus group. Let's just keep exploring this and see how far this goes. And that's how we have zesty pickles now mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. suddenly they just – so I'm, like, I'm just imagining the Malcolm Gladwell story where they're focus grouping baloney products and go, oh, oh turns out there's a – sizable chunk of her market that wants to put it on their face. Let's let's go.
1: I hate. Well, I love. Also, their their marketing representative, Oscar Meyer has a legacy of bringing levity into things that have gotten too serious. And beauty is a ripe territory to be playfully subverted. This yes, product was is born true. as modern day as a modern day way to spark smiles for fans of Oscar Meyer and beauty enthusiasts alike. Yeah, I definitely see those those target markets laughing quite a bit. People who are really hypersensitive about. What they're putting into their bodies and out their bodies, and processed meat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah,
0: what's the? I wonder what the ratio will be of baloney facials sold to baloney facials used.
1: <laughs> Honestly, maybe we'll have to get you on. <laughs> That'd be fun little team building activity. Everybody in the dull school baloney <laughs> facials. <laughs> uh, too good. Too good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. How do, we
0: segue, how do you segue out of baloney facials? I'm not even sure.
1: No, no. Probably something about... Well, what's next in the docket? Anything else wild and extraordinary? I had a weird fun fact. Talking what's about that? Our faces, yeah, what's
0: a weird fun fact? Yeah.
1: That if you had to guess, how many smells would you say our olfactory senses and sword snippers are able to identify?
0: Whoa. I... I think I operated under the assumption that it was like a continuum or, yeah, mm. and then it was like, okay, so it's infinity because it's just a smell number from, but that's not how that works, right? Like smells are molecules and distinguishing
1: they're chemical compounds and uh, yeah. even like hormones, things. And what would it be? I mean, if you had a guess.
0: Uh, okay, so now I'm thinking evolutionary biology, how many things would I have to smell to not die? Uh, a couple
1: hundred? Uh, previously, evidence, evidence, people can't see my air quotes, mm-hmm. uh, was mm-hmm. assumptively around 100,000.
0: Oh, okay, so I'm
1: wrong. New evidence is proclaiming up to one trillion sensory stimuli that our olfactory senses can pick up and differentiate between. Everything uh, from... Hormonal discharge to compounds to like, I don't know, like even like they were trying to like, create a correlation between like fears or like fear and emotions having particular. It's wild. I'm sure, but yeah, the research is coming out one trillion. It was like oh. no kidding. Yeah, but it also boils back to like all my like deep rooted belief is that we've fallen so out of sense with our senses and so out of touch. So, John, I want to challenge you this week to really re engage with your sense of smell. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Yeah.
0: We'll test if it's still working. Yeah.
1: Oh, between yeah. Between
0: last episode and this episode, I like.
1: Johnny got the vid.
0: Nav- navigate, like, yep. And it's, of course, yeah, blowing up enormous. But I, you know, I was double vaxxed, boosted the week before. Pretty sure I got Omicron. But yeah, it would have been nice if I didn't have to get it.
1: Yeah. So hopefully,
0: one it. Yeah. So we'll see. Yep. No, I don't appear to be having any lasting effects, but
1: straight up, dude, just start knows? sniffing, smell everything. So yeah,
0: retrain my smeller.
1: Ee. We can make a fun game out of it. <laughs> I,
0: so uh, the the uh, Richard Feynman, the physicist, he <clears> would he had a parlor trick where he would have people like. Just say, oh, just grab a book off my shelf. I'll close my eyes and not look. And just, like, hold it and then put it back. And they would do that. And then he would say, okay, now I'm just going to smell all the books. And when I smell the right one, I'll just give it back to you. And so he would, you know, inevitably smell a bunch of books and then say, oh, yep, this is the one. And then they would want to know what the trick was. Like, how did how did you do that? Like, is it – like, was they were assuming it was, like, dusty or – you Know, like, he had a mirror. Like, what's the secret sauce to the magic trick? And it's like, uh, the secret is I smell you on my books. <laughs> I shouldn't, have,
1: I believe that. I so, also, a fun fact before even prior to vaccine uh, being available, I had COVID. Back, OG COVID. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, was really afraid, did lose my sense of smell and taste for like a month, uh, probably about three weeks, which. To me, was really uh, crippling because I'm such a lover of food and I love all my flowers that I planted in my backyard. So I was very, <laughs> very like depressed. I was so sad. But then I feel like either it was just the lack of not having the sense, I'm not quite sure. But since then, it's almost like my sense of smell has become like hyperactive, like almost to the point of like I've had to, like change a couple like, of laundry detergents and different things all the lines because it's like too much. Interesting. but hearing that parlor trick, I don't want to sound hyper confident, but I feel like that might be something I could pull.
0: Ooh, next week for next week. What, <laughs> what, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna engage myself. Well, maybe we can both try it and I'll fail and you'll succeed. And then we'll have some
1: evidence. <laughs> we'll just touch a book in each other's office and then spend an hour <laughs> like going through and sniffing. Like, mm. <laughs> uh, yep, that sounds like it. Okay. Well,
0: I have something I want to talk about, and it's it, we're we're all probably going to get sick of it because it's I'm kind of on this right now. Uh, but this is the so this happened this week. This is real news, really happened this week. So, <laughs> um, and this we're we're going we're going a little bit into nerddom. It's like nerds and finance all mixed together. So it's checking all my boxes. Okay. Okay. So. <laughs> so there so dune frank herbert novel very famous it just had a mm-hmm. new movie uh mm-hmm. i don't know how to pronounce the director's name but he's very talented but it had Ville-
1: timothy chalamet in it
0: oh yeah yes it did a <laughs> uh, villeneuve or something yeah that's embarrassing but yeah the the v guy that did um oh he did the new blade runner and stuff anyway so so it's un- public conscious uh so uh so, you know so there's there's a guy and he OK. So, oh, man.
1: Yeah. The,
0: the the so there. Right. So there's the current um the current one. Yeah. And there was uh, a David Lynch adaptation that's really like sort of a cult classic. There was a sci fi channel miniseries. Um, but before all that, there was a fellow. And I don't know. I, get, I mean, I don't know a ton about I mean, his name is J- Jodorowsky, I think. He was trying to shop one around Hollywood and get it going. He had a whole bunch of people signed on, like Salvador Dali and um, H.R. Geiger from Alien. Like the the production design for Alien was 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 like connected with it, and they had a whole bunch of storyboards and stuff. He was trying to get it made, and it nobody nobody would do it. So, but it's sort of like legendary as this like crazy vision that just never happened. Well, there are some, I guess there's ten copies of like the book they made to try to. Promote, you know, to to take around a film financiers to show the vision of the thing, mm-hmm. and I guess it's been publicly available. Like the, like the content of it has been available on the internet since you know 2011 or something. But um, but there's one of those copies went up for sale at auction, and it was expected to take you know thirty five fifty thousand dollars. So you know for an artifact, it's like that's a lot of money. Yeah, I'd say. Um, but so simultaneously in a in a the in a parallel universe in um yeah and so in in cryptocurrency land right. the oh uh, what's that spice dao is i think the name of it or a dao is distributed distributed autonomous organization so these are like corporations that live on the internet that are owned like anonymously by you know by people who you know have Shares and they it's like not shares, but yeah, they have their piece of the yeah. of the DAO, and then they contribute um, they contribute cryptocurrency to it, and then the organization can d- democratically decide what to use the currency that the organization has. Um, they can decide what to do with it. You so see. there's a whole bunch of people that had donated to this thing. I mean, it was like twelve million dollars worth of these crypto tokens that were sitting in this distributed autonomous organization called Spice DAO to like. I don't know, make an anime series or something, right? I think like, the, the goal was unclear. So I guess they got, you know, so they got chattering about this book. And um, uh, yeah, so it's pretty tough for like, a, you know, this autonomous organization to like bid in a Christie's auction or whatever. Yeah. But so some random guy put a $3 million bid in for this $50,000 book. Um, and won, you know, yeah. shockingly won the auction. Um, so they won so all right. So he's like, okay, so he paid three million dollars in cash for this book, clearing out his whole savings, and then turned around to like you know this DAO and said, hey, will you guys pay me in ether, in Ethereum, right, to compensate me for buying, and I'll transfer the ownership over to your, to you know, to the, mm. to the, to the DAO. And they did, and he did. So, and so now, right? But this, there's kind of the. This is what's like so interesting about it. So you have this like um, org that has um, this stuff, this this thing, and then they tweeted about it, about the purchase, right? So, the, so this is the the tweet is is super interesting because it was like literally. Um, uh, yay, we own we you know, 2.64 million pounds or whatever euros, acquired this thing. Now we're going to make it as public as we can. Right. So I'll, I'll read it. It says literally, we won the auction. Now our mission is to, one, make the book public to the extent permitted by law. Two, produce an original animated limited series inspired by the book and sell it to a streaming service. And three, support derivative projects from the community. Mm. Okay. So, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you buy a copy of a book that is not the same thing as buying the rights to make animated series based on the book, these are not the same
1: thing. <laughs> yeah.
0: And they appear not to be aware of this fact, right? So, so, part of the energy behind buying this thing for $2 million was to then have the film rights... To produce content based on okay, so the, so the whole internet is cringing, and I think they should stop because hey. um partly so they're so okay, so they definitely say right, so so for sure they're obviously saying look we're gonna we want to make an animated series and we yep. want to make it public and we want to support derivative projects and people all over the planet are saying you dummies. That's not how copyright works. You have no legal right to produce anything
1: it's, because you bought this book. Yeah.
0: Uh, so here's where I guess maybe it gets silly in both directions. So, so, I'm, 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 all right. So it is true, right? You don't have the right to do it. No one can stop them. Oh. Right. Because think about that. I guess what is the governing bot? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's an anonymous internet organization that has control of crypto tokens. If some anonymous user said, hey, I'm a professional artist. Here's some work samples. I want you to hire me to be an animator on your anime series for $130,000 a year paid in Ether. And they say, sure. And then they start working on stuff. Right. Uh, first thing, right? Sony or whoever has those film rights is going to say, okay, well, we did not, right, we deny it, right? And then you, right, so you would send a lawyerly takedown thing to any project pages yeah. or whatever. But the they don't have to have one of those. Like, it's literally... Anonymous people communicate. I mean, so I guess you'd have to try to link those crypto wallets up with a real person, which we know is super hard. Right. The Satoshi Nakamoto, the big like Bitcoin whale that started. The, I mean, we don't I mean, he leaked his L.A. IP once. Yeah. So it's like you it's not hard to have these things be anonymous. So oh. like I mean, you know, I get what I'm getting at is that. You know the whole internet is like those dummies. They can't do anything, and it's like no, actually they can. Not because it's legal, but because it's unenforceable. Now the dummy on the other side is they didn't need to buy the book. They, I mean, if it's freely right. open then, or just say like thumb your nose at copyright law and go do it, and what are you gonna do? So so I don't know, but I'm wondering right if their ignorance of copyright law and the 2.6 million dollar purchase of this book might be the thing that pushes them into becoming a pirate media production organization when maybe oh. they would have tried to use legal channels before right but now they're like well we spent 2 million dollars on this book you're telling us that we didn't actually get the rights to do stuff but well we decide we decided we did right we tried to do things right you're being weird which is of course like the silliest legal argument ever but <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I so it would not surprise me if they actually do make the anime series, there's still like eight million dollars left in this fund. I mean, anime episodes are like fifty thousand, hundred thousand. I was gonna each, say, like, average like
1: production costs can't be all too wild. We're not talking about like a Squid Games type, like, no, you don't need scenery. I mean, it's all like, yeah, through CGI and creation, like, as long as you yeah. have somebody to do the creation.
0: So, what'll be crazy, right? is... I mean I think they can coordinate it, they can make it. Um, any website that they put it on will get shut down except for like I mean I'm sure there's got to be jurisdictions that don't comply with takedown requests. I mean I don't read sure. right, I'm not I mean the the. you know my website consumption habits are very boring and basic, but yeah, I mean too. I mean there's I mean I'm sure there are weird internet things that like lots of state governments would just wish go away. That, like, you know, I and, and, and I and like a decent, like, decentralized web hosting is, I think, part of this, like, web three thing that everybody's pushing.
1: About. Oh, yeah, I heard about that.
0: So then, you know, it's kind of like, well, you know, Sony, you can shake your fist at the internet broadly, but it's not listening to you. And then, and people could pay. You know, it'd be really easy to pay the DAO back to get a right to, like, rent the movie or whatever. Yeah, that's also, what I was just... kind of
1: thinking about, yeah. Okay, uh-huh. So how then? How would they, yeah, profitize often this creation would be, like, through, again, their own pirate website yeah. where you would <laughs> <laughs> donate to rent a copy or stream the series? I mean... Yeah. It sounds like a pain in the neck, but it also sounds like a nice, like, for those who are uh, potentially, you know, a little fire in their seats about, like, anti-big corporate things along those lines, like, steps they would probably take to continue some type of media, so. Well, you'll we'll have to keep this updated for sure. That's... Yeah. <laughs> I also, you know, I didn't... Uh, shaking my head, but also, like, smiling, but also just, like, it's such a big, like... that. Number one, the amount of money... That they're just like, really, okay, well, yeah, let's, let's go above and beyond the asking price or, like, what the bid would have been. You said, like, probably, like, around $50,000 to drop mm-hmm. millions on it. And mm-hmm. also, like, dang, could this group maybe not have done just a teeny tiny bit more research, but also at the same rate, I appreciate the, like, I will just go with what the circumstance states. <laughs> so, they just kind of roll with it, which is, oh, man.
0: Well, right, and this is a... Uh... I mean, presumably, as the years go by, there's going to be a lot more of these things that are all competing for random donations from anonymous, like, owners of Mm -hmm. crypto. And so then there's going to be a market for competence. Right now, it's just, like, first-mover advantage, right? So, you know, like, some random dude decides to, like, overpay by times 100, right. and it's no problem, because, you know, his random buddies are like, whatever, take it, the man-. I mean, I don't know. so these are like, these aren't sending, right. this isn't incompetence everywhere, right, it's yeah. all just, but, but, the, uh, I mean, the boundaries are getting pushed, regardless, and I mean, I don't know. It's wild. I mean, yeah. And then, and I, you know, for, I, another thing I just think about, broadly, is, there's, you know, for acting, acting, if you, you know, if you land a major film role, that is incredibly lucrative for your future career. Like, how many people would sign up to act in a triple A film for free? Like, so many.
1: Right? Mm-hmm.
0: And if they, you know, so you could imagine, well, what if we charged people $4 million to star in a blockbuster? There'd be plenty of people with the kind of resources to write those checks. Now, that... That's banned. Like legally, you can't do that. It's also frowned on in Hollywood, right? Everybody understands, you know, buying your way is just a shortcut, so you don't yeah. get the street cred. But I mean, I don't know. I could imagine that these social norms might be different, right? If there gets to be media production done via these kind of mechanisms, and I know, and then it could be a lot. I mean, the media production is at the tip of the iceberg, right? But that's what's happening right now. Right? It's art and media that. You know, like it's, I guess there's, it's like, an unreleased Kanye album that one of these bought. I don't know. It's, like, weird stuff is happening.
1: Wow. <laughs>
0: it's hard to keep track of
1: it. All. It is so hard to check I think it's that. The entire spans of everything that is going on right now, just, it's just in addition all these different channels. I, I, and, I, and
0: so much of it is just scummy, like, con artisty stuff, right? Yeah. And it's not clear. I and mean, that could totally be what's going on right now with that. All right, with this. So... I don't know the. Anyway, enough about that. But it's like that's just like such a weird, such a weird thing that happened this week.
1: That is such a weird. Thing. <laughs> and I do love the the uh, aggregation of your interests into such a strange spiral. But I do appreciate it. And was this all stemmed from your Twitter usage?
0: Uh, was this was this uh, I, this might have been. I also have a, a Hacker News is the. It's a web. It's a news website, kind of like Reddit, but specifically for internet startups. Why mm-hmm. um, Why Combinator is the host of it. They're an uh, early stage, I mean, they're a startup accelerator, but also an investment firm. Um, they, they They give $500,000 of financing to every company they fund, and they fund like 100 a year or something. So it's like, and they've had tons of major exits, you know, like uh, Dropbox, um, Airbnb, DoorDash, um, Reddit. They have they have a lot of big companies that started as you know three young or like just three people applying to BNY Combinator like it was college and then owning billion dollar businesses.
1: Must be nice. We gotta think about billion dollar businesses Joe. Mm. <laughs> if you had a guess um, in terms of monthly active users between, uh, as you mentioned, Twitter and Reddit, who would be ahead?
0: Oh, monthly active users. It'd yeah. have to be Twitter, I would say.
1: I guess is it a I big. I guess like
0: times three, I would guess.
1: Interesting. Uh they are technically right now. Let me double check my. They're really close between fifteenth and sixteenth place, when Twitter have a four hundred and thirty-six million. Monthly active users, And Reddit being at 430 million monthly active users. Wow! And who do we guess leads the pack? Uh,
0: Meta or Google?
1: Uh, or well, count? we're
0: talking about social networks, right? Yeah, or... Social networks.
1: Like, I would just say the network themselves, not the parent. So, company. Facebook. Yep. What would you see? Do you have any idea what Facebook is at right now?
0: Oh, a billion five.
1: Uh-huh. 2.8 billion, oh almost 2.9 billion. So, what is our wow. Earth's population? Just shy under 8 billion. Yeah, so like a third of Earth's population is on Facebook. Wow. Uh, surely, uh, and some better ways to go, but underneath that, can you guess what number two is?
0: Number two social network behind Facebook and Twitter is 16. Huh. Uh I would always like in, Instagram.
1: Mm, no, when I would initially first think of, but when you think of uh, consumer behavior, YouTube. Oh, sure. they're considering that uh, underneath the net, uh, because I believe of its like probably global uh, usage WhatsApp. Oh, sure. Number three, and then it's Instagram and then number five, Messenger. So huh. Meta taking up of the top five spaces, one, two, three. Well, they have WhatsApp too, so four of the five top. Social wow. consumption, yeah. So they, Mark has his hands all over us. Where would you guess, <laughs> would you, how would you guess uh top Ah. This is a milestone. Number nine, 10? I
0: don't need
1: another number. Seven and they just hit the milestone of one billion monthly answers cool is that
0: uh we've ta- we talked about my bad my tiktok habit before
1: yeah let see <laughs> i i just keep i don't know what happened to my algorithm but all i keep getting is cat tiktoks it's just
0: i am I get, the the trends really confuse me because I do see them but I always I only see them ironically like I've never like I don't really have any accounts that do trends I have accounts that do trends ironically so then it's so yeah so then I see like why is why is my like right why is my astrophysics science communicator doing squats like oh okay that's a thing this week. okay
1: oh my gosh i just started following this one guy who is super wild he's like this i think he's in his like late teens but he's obsessed with the 1920s he calls himself like doctor or something or another i have to send you some of his tiktoks he's wild he keeps creating all these like massive like he's he's obsessed with like tesla he keeps like creating all these huge like i don't even know but and he also is obsessed with like your piano is interesting. Like you see the depression and like, I, I don't even know how to begin to unpack this, but super wild character, but very, very intriguing. You just shared a really good cream corn recipe. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
0: Wait, well, I, I there is a, there's this open verse thing going around with like, you know, you, she sings like, Oh, don't text me at all. Mm-hmm. That one. Mm-hmm. And then one, two, three, four. And then you're supposed to sing along. And, uh, and, and one of the reply guys was like, s- the reply was to sing about how pharmaceutical names should be cooler. That was like the re- <laughs> so <laughs> he's like, it would be awesome if you could go to the chemist and get a 10 milligram prescription for gronky scribbles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah, good. Like
1: <laughs> all the boring ones out there. Give me some like... <laughs>
0: smomp. <laughs> I want some smomp.
1: Mm, yeah, it really rolls up a ton. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so, um, right, little silly videos can make us happy, but what else might make us happy, John?
1: Um, exercise and regular exposure to the sun.
0: How about money?
1: <laughs> 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 no,
0: I don't mean to be merciful, but that's what the study is about. Hey, so no, this no, is like a, this is <laughs> <laughs> I no, exercise right. That's like all sorts of health
1: benefits. I love exercise. will um, be about but, Money. Yeah,
0: so and you and maybe I don't know, it depends on how much people okay, so maybe we'll do this in layers, right? So there's the classic old saying, money can't buy happiness,
1: yeah.
0: And uh, and right, so then if you take this to the social science layer, this turns out to be sort of true, like they say, you know, for an American at about seventy thousand dollars, ninety five thousand dollars, um, it's it stops. Helping, Like, it's like having more money doesn't improve your ha- measured happiness on, sure. you know, some reasonable assessment. But new stuff, I mean, I don't know if this is a new paper, but it was, you know, making, you know, it, it got signal boosted this week. Um, somebody went to the trouble of disaggregating the money happiness connection from how numerate you are. It's yes. like, if I ask you eight simple math questions and escalating difficulty, how many do you get right?
1: Well, I... <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, in this case, that might be healthy because they found that the more numerate an individual was, the um, the higher into the income scale that happiness was still having an effect. So basically, if you're not particularly numerate, money can't buy happiness. You hit, you know, like $40,000 and you're good. But if you are really good at math, and who knows why, but whatever. This is if you're really good at math, um, you are way unhappier than all the other people at incomes under fifty grand. And then you just keep getting happier and happier when you have a bunch more money at the high
1: end. Since it's in my brain, right my brain.
0: Maybe. I mean, it, and what's what's weird, right, is all of these like you can, you can just manage in lines like I'm kind of happy. I'm also kind of happy. I'm a terrible. I'm amazing. Right. So there's like different like levels of all this but all of those levels intersect at like $53,000. And it doesn't have to be that way. I mean, those lines could take whatever slope they want, yeah. but they literally perfectly come to a point at like 53 grand. Okay. So, it's something like at average happiness, at average income, everybody is like sort of equally happy, but for numerate individuals, they are unhappy and happy from that point and innumerate individuals are just fine either way. And that is really surprising to me. I've like been chewing on this all day. I have no idea. Wh- like why would knowing math make your happiness money relationship be profoundly different? Like you have a slope and other people don't. That's just like so baffling to me. It is so, really like, f- yeah. And, I mean, it, it makes me feel like maybe there's this other thing that's causing both. You know, like, what would lead to people knowing a lot of math and also deriving happiness from money? Yeah, like one of the but, factors
1: are at play. Mm. Yeah. Mm, that is strange.
0: I mean, I don't know. If if you're maybe you're a silver spoon gal and you had a, you know private tutors on the estate in the Hamptons. So you're really good at arithmetic and also you have very expensive tastes. I I don't know. I mean, I don't think that explains it. (laughs) That that feels like I, so I, Brent. So this is just a mystery. It's just a fact about the universe. And if I figure it out in coming weeks, I'll spill. But at this point I have no story.
1: It's very intriguing. I can see like people in my life where I like, I can, See a type of person who would probably fall on that same scale, or like, yeah, like highly male oriented, but also like I focus on monetary assets and makes all no sense. Very intriguing. Yeah. So, what does that mean for our world today?
0: Yeah, <sighs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I... <laughs> yeah,
0: okay, and if I'm just gonna like I'm just this is another this is another thing I'm sort of working on is thinking about like what are the you know like are the is the is the how does ag how does morality aggregate up into organizations with diffuse or ownership? And I wonder like, right, if I have a whole, an organization that's owned by a bunch of people who um, love math, then they're going to be all engaged with blowing up the to money numbers and if you have an organization owned by a bunch of people who are enumerate, then they won't care i guess and mm-hmm. like maybe they would want their thing that they made to do different stuff then i think
1: money. so yeah like a prioritization like goals and i guess they're yeah setting out their strategic plan of where they'd like to be or what success them so like. i feel like yeah they'd have two very different outcomes
0: so like does this mean that cities where people are very math inclined hate on city parks? I don't know. Maybe that's not. <laughs> yep. We're just going we'll to we'll stop. But this is like, it's, it's, it's like, it's got, it's got me. It's got me. I'm, yeah. I'm puzzled. I notice I am confused. That's the phrase. that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm confused too. But oh, it's it had be been a, a fun for right? bucks. Okay. What are they different? Like also like culturally beyond just happiness like are there other factors like this that might be at play <sighs> that's a good question what about people like the other people who are writing or vocabulary or creativity or like uh,
0: like okay here, right if I'm numerate yeah. does that mean I hate bad literature more but I appreciate good literature more like, does this weird, oh. like, am I, does my, does the slopey thing happen in other domains than money?
1: Sounds like we need to do some research, John. Yeah. You can be the researcher, be the I'll,
0: I'll be the subject.
1: No, <laughs> 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 uh, There's no crazy variables.
0: No crazy variables.
1: I'll be, I'm cool with. It.
0: Well, hey, it's been a while since our last one. Did you go to any concerts?
1: Ah, concerts. I
0: guess it's cold now.
1: I have some upcoming concerts that I'm looking forward to.
0: Oh, okay. What's happening?
1: Oh, uh, well, what am I? I remember, so I talked about Beach Fossils, but also another band of mine that I really love, Beach House. Really loved mm-hmm. I really love beaches. Another just dropped a new album. Which they were like, Headlink, like the last two months they dropped like one song and then they dropped oh, three yeah. and then they dropped four but they just dropped all the rest of the 22 super good check it out i love it but they're going to come to minneapolis in march march 20th so we get awesome. tickets to, to that and then also another really good group top one of my favorites alt j is going to be coming to minneapolis as well so and that's in february
0: Ooh! I we have to say we have to say what happened. We I went to your office, right? I visited you in your office. Yes. And your Spotify was up. And I'd actually heard of the group that was playing the song. You right? did,
1: right? It also, like, they who was it?
0: Lightning that? in a bottle. It was Aphix Twin. Oh yeah, this is like also just
1: a very strange, it's pretty obscure. <laughs> it's like, it's very... just,
0: I didn't catch you listening to Taylor Swift. It was like, oh no, Whoa. this is like a very stra- you know very strange, unique taste that I just happened to share with you.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, we don't just share names; we share a niche alternative <laughs> music space. So
0: I'm totally, I gotta. You know, this is like, I'm going to edit in the ball bearing song clip now. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um,
0: Well, that was fun.
1: Yeah, Did I already tell you what my dad got me for Christmas?
0: No, no. What did he get you for Christmas?
1: Uh, So my dad, you know, typical Midwestern New Balance shoe wearing grumpy uh, dad. It's just the strangest kick out of every year. He likes to buy a present for my brother and I. Uh, with the intent that he doesn't think we will be able to guess it.
0: Ah, uh, okay.
1: Right? So, well, I'll give you three guesses, John. What do you think my dad will me for Christmas that he would assume that I would never guess?
0: Um, <laughs> a Joan Baez album on vinyl?
1: <laughs> no.
0: Okay. Um, an ice fishing shack. Like like a tent.
1: No, okay. no, but that would be cool. I do have a shanty already, though. But... Oh, you
0: do? Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, that would disqualify it from Presentville, then. Uh, um, Uh some Frank Lloyd Wright Lego.
1: Oh, I wish. this? Really cool. i love Frank Lloyd Wright. You yeah. know. No, sorry, you're not right. My idea, my dad also sits in asks us and another gas, probably like sixty times. So my brother and I, at this point, were like, "I don't know." We gave up. <laughs> okay. uh, he went and bought us both professional-grade pogo sticks.
0: Nice. Are they? Um, <laughs> is it spring or is it hydraulic? Like it's like hydraulic.
1: It... It's like oh. legit. Like they're like machine oh, can exceed feet. Or like heights of like eight feet up in the air.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing.
1: So it's gonna be my new (laughs) transportation to class. I'm just gonna be like, oh, going down the brophy all the way. You're just gonna hear, it's like it's like hydraulic. So literally, it sounds like somebody is like like.
0: What's gonna do is, I'm gonna hear too. It's gonna be bonk bonk, bonk,
1: bonk. And then, like, my head hitting, like, the you know, ceilings upstairs here.
0: You, you already have, like, uh, a sketchy relationship with drop ceilings and Viterbo buildings. This'll just be like.
1: I'm not a- <laughs> don't say <laughs> <don't> that. <laughs> People can't know about my sketchy relationships with Viterbo drop ceilings. These things, these <laughs> too good, too good. Anyway. Well, I'm
0: excited to see you in your pogo.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited too. But I also, my family, like everybody just doesn't think that I have like, any sort of athletic skill or ability. Like, I'm, like, I'm not, yeah, I'm the most coordinated. Not totally. But can I hold my own? Absolutely. But I was out there, like in our driveway, like Christmas morning, just like pogoing all of the players. My brothers, like taking it easy, like being all scared. Didn't have, I didn't have a helmet on. Literally, my entire family was just, like, cringe, like, holding their breath, the entire time. Like,
0: <laughs> so, I'm going to get really
1: good at it, I think.
0: This sounds like a recipe for disaster.
1: Robin, like, okay.
0: take that, family. Look at me do this dangerous thing.
1: Oh, gosh, that's I've got not, a
0: point to prove.
1: They're ready, And that's already my inner dialogue <laughs> all the time. Like, I'll show you guys. <laughs> mm. Mm, it's a. Okay. The pogo is what takes me out. <laughs> well,
0: I got my son a spring pogo, and it uh, it's like four inches maybe, and it makes a horrible screeching, rusty sound. And so, yeah, not, wow. not the fun experience you were having, probably.
1: Pogoing is like a lot of work. Like it takes leg and core and upper body. So, I don't know. It might be a new workout trend, too. New workout
0: trend? My. My wife's good friend from California has lost like 20 pounds doing uh, d- like some kind of drumming. Like it's actually ex- She drums on an exercise ball. Again? She sets up an exercise ball and drum with sticks. No, she has like drumsticks and she st- hits it with. I don't, I don't know.
1: I mean, I like this. She's
0: like, yeah.
1: Good aerobic activity.
0: And this isn't like. Oh, hey, everybody, look at this clever thing I figured out. It's like, I'm in a movement, and it's changed my life.
1: Those things.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Like, it's a whole new world, and we're, yep.
1: I guess I'm going to start the Pogo movement. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well, John, it's good to talk to you again. It's been too long.
1: I know. I don't even remember what we've been up to. It's, yeah, good to catch up, good to catch up road trip it's a christmas in.
0: break yeah. nobody listens to podcasts over christmas anyway well, that's what they that's what they tell me
1: yeah so. i didn't listen to any podcasts and some plugs that was about
0: do you I, follow I had, me as no. so much uh yeah, not either. on purpose
1: you got, well there's just this weird that i literally just came across like 10 minutes before i uh, we started chatting are you familiar well i know that you don't participate such libations but do you know like the hold my beer meme Anyway, like, hold my yes. beer. I'm about to go do something.
0: And there's hold my cosmos, yeah. the feminine version. And there's hold my juice box yeah, well, for not, kids. Like,
1: and... Now they all strictly lead into it, and they just like created these advertisements that's like hold my fruit cup. It's kind of cringy. Uh-huh. And it was like it was like hold my fruit cup. And my dad's skipping some rocks, and the kids like no hold my slice peaches, and then the kid skips, and like hits somebody in an artichoke. I was like, just kind of a fail, and it was really cringy. But now notice now this creepy is the Oscar Mayer face masks. <laughs> uh, I might have
0: I might have inside oh. information on the dysfunction that is the dull social media department. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna keep that one close <laughs> to my chest. But I'll
1: just
0: say it's not a giant surprise that that <laughs> that they <beat> weird. <laughs> hold my hold my. No, game. it,
1: it dis- <laughs> just insists no no hold my fruit bowl. Sorry yeah bowl? it's like a the little bowl bigger bowl. than They're a like, clock
0: wow how'd they not hold i mean hold my doll whip, mm, makes more doll whip. right and i don't know and then you could subvert them meaning and instead of it being dumb things it could be like vacationy <laughs> things they should, should be pay. paying us i was they literally saying, saying like, Why do they not consult us <laughs>